Welcome back to Snackcast, everybody. Welcome back. So yesterday we kicked off a series on kind of mental health. We think it's appropriate, you know, coming on. I don't even want to say the tail end of the pandemic. I don't know where we're at in the pandemic, but <laughs> but um, the effects it's had on mental health and, and kind of how to deal with that. And one thing we forgot to mention yesterday was May is actually Mental Health Month. So it's kind of, you know... Yeah. pointed that that's but yeah, you know why we're kind of on this it's purposeful yeah so um today we're talking diet and its yeah. effect diet right? and its effect on mental illness and got some personal examples on this one but i if if you're suffering if you're have friends or family that are suffering i look here first 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 absolutely first i i even look here probably now before going to a doctor before i mean that's me personally do what you want but i this is having to do this all over again especially with a loved one i would go here absolutely first so let's start there what's your personal story well my daughter had uh some uh adhd uh pretty significant uh blowouts i would call them she would get uh overwhelmed behavioral behavioral overwhelmed she is now uh, going on 13 years of age, but she literally been dealing with this probably for for seven years now and been to the doctors, have, you know, psychiatrists been all these other things. And I'm when I'm talking bad, they were bad. I'm not going to get into details for her privacy, yeah, but right. But they were bad, bad. And um, we just felt helpless, you know, helpless, prayed, did all the, the things and. You know, one of the things that I kept wondering in my own brain was, what if some of this is diet, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, or, uh, I don't want to get into the cure yet. Well, we can get, maybe get in. You want to go there first? You know, uh, what do you? Well, it, um, I, I would say that go where you want to go with it. Cause, um, so, yeah. So, she, we made the decision to go gluten-free probably now we are on month three. And she would have episodes probably every three weeks to every month of a dramatic blowout. With minors in between. With minors in between. Yeah. And and since we have gone uh, gluten-free, uh, she has had no issues whatsoever. No. I mean, we have the occasional teenage temper tantrum, you know, but it's that, that's not even in the same. And, and I, know, I know how you've systematically kind of tried to do things with her and i'm fairly confident that there's no there's no variable that you left uncovered there's not something else that no she did die she did exercise she she we tried different things um and as such like i said you know there's there's been a substantial amount of studies now about gluten and the causes and links to inflammation and some of the other things i mean uh, it's been proven digestive issues autism depression anxiety uh bipolar disorder schizophrenia i mean you name it from a perspective of brain illness and other things um and i think that there's a strong connection to inflammation which is really causing all of this right um there was actually a, a, two, uh, a study in 2011 with uh, 102 patients that had uh, bipolar disorder and 173 that were in the control group. And 
the 102 patients with the bipolar disorders had a significant link to uh, gluten antibodies, meaning that the body was trying to fight off the gluten versus the other 173 that had no statistical significance in the control group. So we, we talked about a while back. We saw a video on YouTube and we wanted to re- replicate um, what they did in this video with gluten. And I think it's um, I, I'm not a scientist, but I think it's safe to say it's literally almost a poison to the body. It is the devil, Bobby. <laughs> it is the devil. Right. Um, so that's so, you know. so that's kind of gluten free. Um, there's other like clinical data. There's other um, there's other avenues. Yes. Um, people that have gone on ketogenic diets have also seen uh, significant improvements. Uh, it, it's been proven that uh, they reduce that a ketogenic diet reduces oxidative stress. It reduces inflammation. And I think that there's something there that, like the connection with gluten. If you're a keto, you're often off gluten too, or you right. minimize gluten quite a bit. Right. Um, you know, uh, they've been known to improve symptoms uh, from bipolar disorder, autism, again, uh, some of those. Um, and there were two really interesting uh, pickups that I saw. There was one 82-year-old lady that had uh, schizophrenia for over 53 years, right? And in 2008, she went on a ketogenic diet. Within one month, she was off, or, or two weeks, sorry, she was off all of her medication and was symptom-free for 12 years. Uh, there was another patient, patient B, uh, in the same year that went uh, ketogenic diet, and she, was, I believe, was 32 years old. Yeah. Um, and she was schizophrenia. She had been on 14 different medications for her schizophrenia. Within one month, she was off all medications being on a ketogenic diet and actually went on to, to finish grad school. So, yeah, I mean, th- those stories are almost endless. There was um, a podcast I listened to recently where he had chronic arthritis, had tried everything, and his wife says, hey, why don't you start to fiddle with your diet? He took up keto, arthritis gone. It's um, And, and I, I think it's safe to say this is about mental health, right? Well, what came with his arthritis? Limitations and depression and anxiety. Yep. Um, am I going to hurt today? Am I not going to hurt today? So, um, you know, we're talking maybe about physiological things that really contribute heavily to mental health and mental health directly. Right. Schizophrenia. My goodness. Yeah. You, 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 you can't even spell that. Right. <laughs> right. You see, I've written schizo a couple of times. But it's it's just, it's overwhelming. I think that this is proof, proof in the pudding, if you would, that your body is trying to do whatever. It's saving itself. And it's it's almost like creating all of the swelling and everything else to fight off this poison that you're talking about, whether it's... It's all of these bad poisons that we are putting in our food, or whether it's gluten, it's trying to do these things. Uh, there's been connections to sugar, high level, high sugar diets, and again, are high level sugar diets connected to gluten? Connected to well, but some of the others? again, and that's why it points back almost always at some level to ketogenic, because you're limiting the two killers. The sugars and, and the, the gluten. gluten, right? Yeah, sugars have a high link to depression. If 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 you are suffering from from depression, I would look to see how much sugar is in your diet first and foremost. Yeah. Um, so you know, this isn't a, a Kevin Transu MD go out and you know stop your medication type of scenario. 
Um, but I will tell you, that's probably one of our tests within six, within, within yeah. five to six months. I bet you with, with regard to our family, we're going to start looking at, can we start to reduce medication in conjunction with a physician? Right. Right. You know, so, uh, it's, it's, it's that there's that much marketable improvement that I think it's start to go. Hmm. So in large part and in summary, if you pour sand in your gas tank, you're going to have issues with the automobile. Your engine's not going to work properly. <laughs> you, know. you know, it's, it's, I just don't think we were meant for this. We weren't meant to eat the crap that we put in our food. And it's very new. We have no historic, we did the one on seed oils, right? Yeah. And the introduction of soybean oil. And it's the only metric that they found that tracks with the increase in illness. It, not illness, but chronic, chronic, chronic illnesses. Yeah. Chronic inflammation, chronic illnesses. Yeah. You know, so we're really talking about a very brief window from about the late seventies to current. Oh, I we would, don't even know. I would even say we are, we are touching the tip of the iceberg right now with, I think that within 20 years that they will ban gluten from food products. I, I am a firm believer of that. Um, Hopefully soy as well. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's. I think the data is about and I'm to not spiral out of control for government uh, inner. Right. No, I know, but I think the data is about to spiral. So yeah, so we broke another record for podcast length. We did. So we're gonna have to start calling this the lunch cast because it's getting <laughs> too long for a snack. Um, <laughs> questions, comments, concerns. Hit us up. Snackcast at yes dot fit. We appreciate you tuning in. Stay moving. See you.